Welcome to I Can, I Am, I Will, the world's number one podcast for confidence and self-empowerment. Today we are going to talk about the empty platitude, just be yourself, why that should not be a goal of yours, and what you can do instead to build your confidence and find self-empowerment and happiness. My name is Lindsay. I am a confidence and self-empowerment coach, and if you want to feel empowered and build your confidence, then you are in the right place. I would ask you to please like, share, comment, leave reviews. It would really help me out. Thank you. So the idea of just be yourself, while probably most likely well-intentioned, is just an empty platitude meaning that it's meaningless. And I looked up some advice on how to just be yourself, and a lot of the advice were even more empty platitudes. It said, don't be a people pleaser. Don't worry about what people think. Appreciate who you are. And all of this stuff sounds nice. And the idea of just being yourself, it sounds great. But if you don't know how to do that, then it feels unobtainable and it can almost feel like a slap in the face, especially for someone who isn't feeling so hot and they want to feel better. And then someone just gives them this like meaningless statement. Well, just be yourself. If you don't know how to do something, then you don't, you need to learn how to do it. And people aren't offering you a technique to teach you how to do it because I honestly feel like a lot of people don't know themselves. So this can really feel like a slap in the face. And I equate it to kind of like someone telling a person who's depressed to just be happy or to tell someone who's sad to quote unquote, just get over it. It's not helpful and it's actually destructive. So I wanted to go into a technique to help you to not quote unquote, just be yourself, but instead for you to learn who you are. Because what you should be trying to obtain is your unique and authentic identity, not to be yourself. And both of them are very similar, except just for the fact that just be yourself is like this empty, meaningless platitude that well-meaning people apparently say. (laughs) And I feel kind of like a jerk. (laughs) I'm not, nothing, nothing personal against them, but really it just, we need to stop telling people to just be themselves. That would be like telling someone who's like car broke down, like, oh, just fix it. <laughs> like, what? I don't, well, I don't know how to fix it. If, <laughs> if I knew how to fix it, then it wouldn't be broke down. <laughs> or it's like telling someone like with like a heart condition and like, oh, we'll just put surgery on yourself. Like, I, what? Like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> like, what? It is, it's just very unhelpful. So the idea here is to find out who you are And to understand who you are and to get acquainted with who you are so then you can quote unquote just be yourself. And we need to do this because we aren't really encouraged to be ourselves or to understand who we are. Most likely that has been discouraged. When we're kids, we are growing up in an environment with a lot of different people and a lot of different influences. And a lot of times we're looking up to other people. We may emulate those people or we may try to fit in 
and go with the group. So we might try to dress similar to like our, our classmates, or we might try to be interested in the same things. And with that, we can really lose ourselves and we can lose our identity and not really know who we are. And on a similar note, even if you're thinking about what you want to do for a living when you're growing up or what your hobbies and interests are, you might not have pursued hobbies that you would have otherwise had you not been influenced to pursue different hobbies. Just stick with me here. (laughs) So I want to give you a technique that will help you understand who you are and get a better grasp of who you are. And just remember that this is a process that will be happening all throughout your life. You're going to be finding out who you are and it's a wonderful process that shouldn't be rushed. And it really is, I think, one of the meanings of life to find out who you are, to get a unique relationship with yourself and an understanding of who you are and how you identify with the world around you. So this technique is something that someone showed me and they showed me when I was in my early 20s, I was not feeling so hot. Uh, I was very depressed and I was very confused and I wanted my life to be better, but I felt very lost. So he asked me, he made a list on a piece of paper. He took this sheet of paper out and he wrote at the top three columns. It said likes, um, like don't likes, or it said things you like, things you don't really care about and things that you don't like. So I called it like the like, the meh, and the dislike column. And he started asking me, like, what are things that you like? And then he asked me, like, what are things that you don't really care about? And then he asked me, what are things that you don't like? And at first I was having trouble filling it out because I was thinking too much about it. And he told me, no, just don't try not to think too much about it. Literally just write down things that you like, like, do you like French fries? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And he said, do you like scented candles? I'm like, not really, no. And he goes, do you like running? I'm like, nah, take it or leave it. And then he started writing them in the columns and I started picking it up from there and I was writing things that I like and I don't like. And it started going so fast. He told me I had to slow down. He couldn't write as fast. And after all of that, we had about like 20 things in each column. And he told me that now what I should do is put more of what I like or to focus on putting more of what I like into my life and doing less of what I don't like if I had that opportunity. So for some things that you may not like, for instance, doing laundry or doing dishes, you might just have to do it. It ha- It's something that's part of life. However, there are things in your do not like list that you can work on removing from your life so your life can benefit. An example of that would be for me, I did not like driving. I didn't realize it until that list. And I always kind of felt it, but I didn't realize it concretely until I saw it on that list. A lot of things that I did not like stemmed around driving. 
I didn't like potholes. I didn't like getting my car repaired from driving through construction zones and hitting nails. I didn't like flat tires. I didn't like traffic. I didn't like having to wake up earlier on certain days than others because traffic was worse on one day than the other. And I saw this and I thought, wow, like I I really do not like a lot of things about driving. So what I did was when I was looking for my next position, I found one that was closer to my home. And I did find one that was closer. And then after I was there for a year, I decided I was going to move closer to where I worked. And it got to the point where I was walking to work. I loved it. And it increased my happiness and the happiness of my life. So like, I can't even explain it. It really did make me and it still does makes me so happy to not have to drive as much. And a benefit of that, my car insurance went way down because I only drive about like 5,000 miles a year now. It's great. I love it. And then in my like list, my like column, there were a lot of things about mental and emotional health. So I liked reading about psychology. I liked uh, working out. And at that point, I would read about psychology here and there. And I would work out like fairly regularly. But after seeing how a lot of things about working out were in my like list, I started making working out more of a priority. I joined a nicer gym. I got a trainer and I started really learning about how to build muscle and to make my workouts work for me. Now, if you can't afford a nicer gym or a trainer, then what you can do is start looking things up online and finding different workout routines and really focusing on working out. And then with the whole um, psychology and reading about my mental health and mentality, I ended up reading a lot about it to the point now, like 10 years later, I have a certification in mindset coach coaching and a certification in NLP and emotional intelligence. And I know a lot about my mindset. And these are all things that I liked, but I was just focusing on every once in a while And once I started making it a priority in my life, I really learned about myself, who I was, my likes and my dislikes, and I found a confidence within myself. So I would encourage you to do that for yourself as well. And I encourage you to write out the list. You can think it in your mind, but I think it would be best for you to put it in an Excel sheet or on your phone or to hand write it out. So it's something for you to reference. And I really hope that helps you out. If you try it, please let me know. I would love to hear your results. With that, we are going to end with our I affirming statements. You can say them with me. You cannot. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) Are you ready? I can. I am. I will. Have a good day.